Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi folks, thanks for joining me today. Today I have another great story lined up for you that I'm thinking will bring back memories for some and for others, well, what can I say other than give it a listen? And doing so, who knows, it might just brighten up your day. So, now that we're all comfortable, you are comfortable, right? Let's get down to the story at hand. I hope you enjoy Message Through Words. A while back, I wrote a story about how us country folks were able to tell what the weather had in store for us using only common sense and not all the high-tech stuff of today. Now, don't get to thinking I don't like some of the high-tech things of today, as I do. But writing that story got me to thinking about a few other items, like sayings, quotes, and things that was used throughout my younger days. A lot of these were shared with me by Reg and Laura, the folks that adopted and looked after me for a few years. But there were others too, like my old dad, my grandfather, along with my very good friend Grey Wolf. Grey Wolf was a native chap that lived alongside a small creek near where I lived at the time. Great man, as were all the others, but he had a special way of getting messages across to a person. All are long gone now, which saddens me, but there isn't a day that goes by that I don't think of them or use their wisdom that they pass on to me. Like one day when Laura was leaving the Sunday go meeting place that she went to in a nearby town, it was my job to pick her up after the service with her horse and buggy. While waiting for her one time out front of the church, I overheard the speaker for the day say, See you next week, Laura. Laura replied, Well, sir, if the good Lord's willing and the creek don't rise so high that George over there can't get the buggy across it, I'll see what I can do. On the, other, on the subject of meeting halls and churches and things, Reg and I, or even Grey Wolf, never associated ourselves with them things much, and still don't today. But in saying that, we never begrudged anyone that did. At any rate, them words and phrases that Laura kept coming up with over the years sure opened up my eyes from time to time. Like when someone would ask her to do something tomorrow, she would always say, I don't honestly know what tomorrow will bring, so you'll have to wait for the answer. She also never drove anything in her life other than a horse and buggy. When asked how she got to most places, she would say, For most parts, I go by Shank's mare. In other words, by foot. I remember Reg, Laura's husband, saying this to me one day after I came in from a ride on Jenny, my horse. He said, Rode hard and put away wet, huh, George? Seems to me you don't care much for your horse doing that. I have to admit, he kind of hurt my feelings a bit, but it was his way of teaching me to look after the animals. And at that time in life, animals were very important. Laura, from time to time, had put Reg in his place when she thought he was treating her poorly by saying, Well, Reg, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I still can see him shaking his head and leaving the room. 
But I also found that there is another side of that saying, as when I tried to get away with something one time, saying, you know, Laura, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Laura looked at me and smiled and said, George, I said that saying to Red, as it was sit as it was suiting at the time for what was occurring. You have to understand that what is good for the goose may not always be good for the gander, like right here and now. I scratched my head a bit and was about to say something, and Red said, Best leave well enough alone, boy. One year we had so much rain we lost almost half of our hay for winter. Red sitting at the table that evening, looking the way he did, almost broke my heart. Finally, he pulled himself together, stood up, and said, Well, no use crying over spilt milk. I never seen any country man or woman that squeezed out a pail of milk that didn't have the old cow put her foot right in the pail at one time or another. In other words, there was just no good reason for us to get to worrying or fretting or something that we couldn't do anything about. I have to admit, it sure made me feel better. Laura now, well, she would throw all throw at me all kinds of different sayings, which I soon found out was her way or an easy way of teaching me different things. Here is just a few that I remember. Idle hands, George, are devil's tools. Busy people don't have time to be busy bodies. When it came to going to school, she would say, George, if you ain't met nothing in life, you can bet that is exactly what you'll get. In other words, there was learning and doing. Red one day, while out in the fields, got looking at me, sitting on a bale of hay, and said, George, many hands make light work. I sure could use a hand here. Needless to say, he was telling me in a polite way to get my rear end over there and help him, which I did. My friend Graybuff used to say, George, a person that never makes a mistake is the person that never does anything. He also used to say, the secret to happiness is not found in, do not found in doing what you like, George. It's found in liking what you do. One of his favorites, though, was, and I can still hear him saying, George, don't trouble, trouble, till trouble troubles you. I found that to be true in many instances throughout my life and still use it a lot today just usually after the fact. When something arose that bothered me to no end, Laura would say, it's better to sleep on what you intend to do than stay awake over what you have done. Here again, her words sure helped me a lot of times. A few more quick sayings that I grew up with were, doing right is never wrong. A chain is only as strong as its weakest link. Don't burn your bridges behind you. Fool me once and shame on you. Fool me twice and shame on me. The problems in life are to make us better, not bitter. And speech is silver and silence is golden. My grandfather had a few that always made me think, too. For example, honesty is the best policy. The hardest part of any job is getting started, or a long journey always begins with the first step. I believe there are a couple good ones. Beauty is only skin deep, or beauty is in the eye of the beholder. He always had his own particular way of predicting things. Like one time I was sitting on the porch and my right hand got the itching. Grandfather said, 
George, if your right hand gets to itching, money is heading your way. But if it's your left hand, that's a bit different, as that means someone new is about to enter into your life sometime soon. And it might pay to take some precautions. Another time our old rooster came up on the porch and started to crow just before daylight. Laura looked out and said, well, I'll be darned. We can expect company today. Oh, well, at least I know they're coming. Gives me time to bake a pie. She also used to say while cooking that a watch pot never boils. Or when she got unwanted help at the stove, meaning Reg or me, she would say, you know, too many cooks spoil the broth. Most of the times we let her be, but not always, as that broth was pretty darn tasty. In the morning, every so often, I would hear her saying to Reg when it came to making bread, Well, Reg, you, you want bread? You can't loaf around. Go get me some flour from the flour barrel. We both always got a laugh out of that. But truth be told, them few words did have a lot of meaning attached to them. I also found her getting upset one time when the lady up the road from us dropped by for a visit and she got tired of listening to all the gossip she was spreading around. George, he said after the lady left, Reg has a saying that the worst wheel does the most squeaking and that lady sure wants to be heard. Sure got me to laughing. I say it sure got me to laughing after I left the room, of course. Another one similar to them were a few words was the squeakiest wheel gets the most grease. And you know, I learned over the years that if I talked real nice and often, I got a lot more cookies. Talking about cookies, I remember Laura telling a friend of hers one day when she was asked if she could keep a secret. Well, Laura replied, promises and pie crusts are meant to be broken. So it's up to you if you want to tell me or not. Oh, the lady didn't tell her from what I overheard hiding behind the wood box. Darn. Last but not least, one of my most favorites was a phrase that Laura used to, one day when I asked her if Jenny, my horse, would ever live forever. She put her arms around me, drawing me close, and she said, Forever and enduring, George, forever and enduring. She was telling me that Jenny would live for as long as I wished her to, if not in body, in mind. When asked today if I still have faith in all them words, quotes, and sayings, I quickly reply, more than ever, as them sayings and quotes all had meanings back then, it was an easy way for folks to get their message across and better one's life. The thing, though, that bothers me a lot today is that all this wisdom in easy form is being lost and will continue to be lost, that is, unless you, the listener, decide to keep it alive. I have done my part. On another note, since I'm in a good mood today, giving it some thought, along with the day being kind of gloomy with rain coming down as it is, I've decided to tell you another story. It's similar in some ways to what I just told you, but different in other ways. You could say it is a bonus episode. I like to do that from time to time. I hope you enjoy Words with Meanings. For years growing up, Laura always said, George, words put into the right order can occasionally save you a lot of grief, even on a good day. The first six words that Laura told me about was these. 
I admit I made a mistake. I suppose she meant that if things don't seem to be going according to plan throughout the day and you find out it was caused by you, the best thing you can do is to just admit it. Admitting it right away takes a load off your shoulders, lets your stomach settle down to where it should be, and allows you to carry on happily for the rest of the day. It is well lets others know that you made a mistake and you're human, as we all make mistakes. Actually, I found that sometimes making mistakes isn't always that bad. Reason being that once a mistake has been made, you can now do something to correct it or improve upon it from time to time. A friend of mine used to say it's like this fellow that kept walking out the door knowing fully well that there was a fellow out there with a club and as soon as you walked out the door he was going to hit you. Now to keep doing this isn't wise or simply, or simply put that a fellow didn't learn anything. I guess the remedy to that, in my mind, is to admit you made the mistake and go out the other door. Another one similar to that would be, it's better to eat crow while it's young and tender. The second five words Reg told me about were very powerful words. I'm proud of you. These five words, he said, have been known to make president, kings and queens, and many young men like yourself and a fine upstanding citizen. Like when you come home from school with your report card and you got all A's and B's and I say, George, I'm proud of you. You have to admit that it sure makes you feel good, doesn't it? That's for sure. I usually run all the way home just to busting inside to hear you say it too. So, whenever you can use them, George, as you like to hear them, others do too. I can honestly say throughout all my life raising my two boys, I don't think there was one day that went by that I didn't tell them just how proud of them I was. I still do today, even though they are growing up now. Now comes these four words. What is your opinion? There has been many times, George, said Laura, that I have thought of doing something only to stop and ask Reg or friends what they thought before I went ahead and did it. In doing so, I have saved myself, in some instances, a lot of trouble. Also, you might not only save yourself a lot of grief, you might learn something that can make your day and the days that lie ahead a lot easier. Nothing to me could be worse than to go through a day without accomplishing something. What a waste that would be. The next three words, would you mind? They are special to me, as my mother could use them in a good way and sometimes with a little humor thrown in for good measure. One example would go something like this. Would you mind if I went over to a friend's place after school? I promised to be home to help with the chores before dark. Another would be like this. Would you mind if I asked you to do your chores before you left? <laughs> then comes the two words that lets people know that you have had a good upbringing, and you're grateful from time to time. Thank you. Them two words are probably used a lot throughout the day, or at least should be. My dad used to say to me, if I didn't, that I had better brush up on my manners. Then comes the most important single word, please. Today I have found that that word is hardly used anymore. Examples would be asking for something like, please pass the gravy, please help me, please may I have just one more cookie. There are thousands more, but I 
think you know my meaning, right? Another important single word would be we. Some just referred to themselves, when in reality it was probably we got the job done. Like saying, well, it's all done, when actually it was we. Like meaning my wife and I that just finished, finished up piling the firewood for the year. Things like that. The next one in my eyes is about the least most important of all words. And what would that be? I'm glad you asked. It's I. This word to me is used probably the most when in reality, in most cases, doesn't deliver what it really needs to be said. And finally, the last two words that I use a lot while growing up, which makes me shake my head wondering what I said wrong. And what would that, and what would they be? I can't. Laura then would look at me and shake her head and say, George, how do you know until you try? She was right too, as many a time, be it homework from school, working in the fields or around animals, driving a tractor, truck, or whatever. Many a times I heard myself say, I can't, only to find out that I could. To finish things up for today, let's take that word, what. You know, I found over the years that when my wife says the word, what, it isn't that she didn't hear me. What it really boils down to is, she has given me a chance to change what I said. Hmm. And I was just going to ask my lovely wife what is on the menu for supper. Thinking about that, maybe I'll just leave it up to her tonight. Safer that way. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters. <laughs>